Hi, welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check our website at anditswriting.com. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, today we're going to talk about decision paralysis when working on more than one project and how to decide which project to work on and stick with one long enough to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> we are once again going to harp on finish your damn book. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. But there are, there are uh, amendments to this one. There are amendments, yes. Let me tell you what, there is a... There's a when you have okay. First of all, congratulations on having multiple ideas. Yeah. That's hard. Like I think that a lot of people don't know what that's like to have multiple ideas, and then there's some people that have way too many ideas all the time, and then they keep swapping between them forever. There is a moment in time though where you you can get like three chapters into something and and realize uh, this is not the project I should be mm -hmm. working on right now because I'm not feeling it. <laughs> Which is true. And there is there is also the juggling multiple projects. For example, like I've got the traditional and the self-publish. And so I have to like finish a draft and let it bake and finish a draft and let it bake and do some outlining and then let it bake and go back over here. <laughs> so it is possible to be working on more than one project. And I think this is more talking about the people who just cannot seem to linger on one project long enough to make significant progress. Yeah, there's a there's a certain breed of writer that they start a project and they get really into it and they do all the research and they do all the fun stuff. They storyline it out. They start it. And then for whatever reason, they stop. Maybe they even decide that they hate writing and then they come back in a month and then they're like, well, I want to write again. But what project? And then they'll like throw off that other project they worked on and start a new one. And this is fine, but some people will do it. Uh, for a significant amount of time mm -hmm. indefinitely indefinitely and they will you know they won't they won't finish anything they won't work on anything mm -hmm. it's not even about finishing it at a point it's about working on something just getting the practice and then and they can't do it so how do we fix that that is a very good question <laughs> uh, i bribe myself that's a good one. Uh, it's like <laughs> if I get to whatever step, if I finish this outline, if I finish this chapter, if I stick with this, then I get whatever reward. I'm very food motivated. So a lot of times it's like a fancy <laughs> cheese or something like that. I would like a five cheese mac and cheese made with very expensive <laughs> gruyere. Yeah. So sometimes bribing myself works, but um, also depending on your personal planning affinities actually setting like a schedule and doing like some form of planner or bullet journaling or something and saying i'm gonna work on x project this day x project this day and checking them off works because yeah i think you're right i think the the point is to be making progress <laughs> yes but in chair hands on keyboard I will say that on the other end of the spectrum, if like, for instance, you're not even getting to the point where you can plan, every person is different. And I think that we have a um, mutual friend and, and their 
issue is that I think that they just judge themselves too much. Mm -hmm. Like the entire process for them is very mangled because they know about publishing. They know about what it's like getting rejections. They know all the rules and the rules have sort of mangled the process because they overthink everything. And, and so if you're a person who you, you think might be overthinking it, it is really hard to learn not to judge yourself Mm -hmm. for doing things or not doing things (laughs) for that matter. For instance, if I start plotting too much um, when I'm feeling stressed or planning too much when I'm feeling stressed, sometimes it'll have the opposite effect and I'll get less done. Mm -hmm. So it's like I need to turn off the judgment engine and become the child again because when you're younger, You don't see any consequences for anything, right? You just have the things you like to do and then you do them. You don't know any of the rules. So I sometimes have to just turn off my, my rule brain Mm -hmm. and and not think, you know, and this involves not checking Twitter and not, you know, unfortunately not socializing with a lot of other writers because they, they bog down the process for me. They make me feel insignificant. They make me feel like I'm not doing enough. And it's really tough. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tough. And so I, I sort of distance myself from certain people and, and just don't judge myself. Mm-hmm. It did take time. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do it overnight. Like, this is something that we are hardwired to follow rules and judge ourselves from day one, you know, whether it's little things our parents have said to us, little things we've seen people fail at and get, you know, they have consequences. It is super fucking hard not to judge yourself and you cannot do it overnight, but you can practice not judging yourself here and there for like everything. And that can actually make the writing process a lot easier and also make the decision making (laughs) process a lot easier because sometimes that paralysis is definitely caused by the judgment. Yeah. And I will say in, in a similar vein of the overthinking it is sometimes it is the judgment and sometimes it is just trying to add together too many factors mm-hmm. and constantly bringing in this factor and that factor. Like, for example, you'll start writing something. You go, I love this project. And then that little like the little doubt gets in your brain is like, but is it marketable? Are agents going to like this? Who's going to like this? Who's going to buy it? Who's going to who's is it going to be sellable? And then you start overthinking that and then you move on to the project that's more sellable. But your your passion isn't in it as much as it was the other one. And then you start thinking, well, if I don't like this one this much, maybe I should go back to the other one. So I think, honestly, try to cut out as many of those like down the road factors while you're writing as possible. Don't overthink them. <laughs> yeah. my psychiatrist told me a very interesting thing once that really stuck with me. And now I think about it all the time. Your brain is a muscle just like anything else. And so like if you lift a certain weight for your biceps, your biceps are going to get bigger. And if you train yourself to stop at a certain point, there's a part of your brain that's actually getting more muscular every time you do Mm -hmm. that. It's making it very difficult for you to do things. So even if your project Let's let's say, you know, worst case scenario, your project is unmarketable. Like, let's say that. Like, maybe it is. Here's the thing. Finish it. Because the thing is, is you will train your brain to finish it. And that's good training, you know? Like, just getting to the end and learning how to get to the end is really important, especially if you're, you've been in limbo for a long time. Mm -hmm. Finish it. Like, 
finish it. Who cares if it's marketable? Again, no judgment. Like, because it might be marketable. Yeah. Like, I picked some weird shit up <laughs> off the shelves, and I'm like, there's no plot in this book. Like, what's happening? I'm so bored. You never know who's going to want to look at your shit. And if they don't want it, fuck them. <laughs> like, like, I know, I know that, you know, work is a serious thing, but like, you know, querying a finished product is better than sitting in limbo wondering to yourself, is this marketable for two years? You know, only to have finished nothing. Yeah. At least you're querying, you know? At least you're getting rejection. Just finish it. And here's the deal about the marketability aspect of things and our agent's going to buy it, our editor's going to buy it. Depending on your pace of writing, editing, finishing your book, by the time you query it, you may be right on the cusp of a new trend. Like people may say, you know, mermaids aren't selling, for example. And then two years from now, everybody's suddenly into mermaids again because it's happened. You know, vampires were out for a while. Now they're coming back. You, you never know what is going, what what lightning is going to strike. So trying to like plan that so far ahead that it's stopping you from writing is also just kind of a moot point. <laughs> yeah. Because, hey, guys, remember when like no one played D&D like Dungeons and Dragons anymore. There's like there is like a period of time between like 1991 and 2018 where nobody played D&D except for like the super the super D&D nerds. Let's call them. I'm one. I'm a nerd. You know, let's let's call them that. And then all of a sudden Critical Role came out and shit blew up and now everyone plays D&D. Even normies. Normies play D&D. What the fuck? Uh yeah, this shit is real. Like, write your fucking shit. Like, it, it, empower, empower your brain. Make that finishing muscle bigger, you know, so that it's easier next time. Because, yeah, your next project might be more marketable. But that's your next project. Try to work on this one. Even if you get to the end and it's, like, kind of a, you know, shitty book. Like, let's say it's even only 55,000 words. Like, hey, you've reached the end. Now do it again with the other project. <laughs> and like, you know, like it, it will get easier to finish projects. Definitely practice doing it, even if it means doing a 30,000 word draft. Yeah. Because yeah, if, you, if you're if you not finishing any projects ever at all, then all of those worries don't matter. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> and And I've written plenty of and and I know you have too, like short drafts, mm -hmm. like just to get to the end and see what happens. And so you can think to yourself, do I want to do that again? Do I want to edit it? Do I want to fix it? And a lot of the times the answer is not right now, later. And that's fine. That's, that's excellent. You know? And then you have that in your back pocket for later. If, if, for example, if mermaids do come back, you'll be, you just kind of got like an extra book sitting around like a first draft that you can work on later. Like <laughs> I got so many mermaids sitting in the store right now. I'm about to be a big star. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Good feelings. So there's also this part of something where, and I think this is sort of tangentially related. Mm -hmm. When you have the project and you finish the project and then you're like, uh, oh, oh, no, let's say you query the project and then the project gets a few rejections. And you decide that you're going to work on that project again, even though you're kind of working on something else. But now you're going to go back to that project and you're going to fix a bunch of things. And I feel like this is tangentially related because you've finished the project. And now you're going to go back 
in the middle of working on something else because you've decided that something is bothering you in that book mm-hmm. that you want to go fix. Is this okay? Because this can cause decision paralysis too. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, you're in the middle of working on something else and I've been here too. And then all of a sudden you're like, that other book is calling me back because I didn't do this thing that I really want to do. And now I'm sort of freezing up and not getting a lot of work done anymore. Like, what do you do with a feeling like that one? You know, for me, I jot down what I want to fix, put it in that document. Like at the, I have like a page at the, at the front. So for example, let's say project A is the one that was finished, queried. And then I'm working on project B and I'm like, oh, I should add this character arc into project A or even small things like I should cut chapter 13. I just go back and I put a note at the beginning of the document, add character arc, blah, 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 remove chapter 13 and then continue working on project B. And I know that not everybody that can do that, but but for me, that gets it like out of my brain. So it's like, okay, okay, that's it's the it's. It's somewhere I can I can address it later because, yeah, if you keep leaving Project B to come back to A, fiddle with something and then go back to Project B and come back to Project A, if if you as long as you are continuing to make progress, this kind of goes back to the if you're making forward progress on both projects, then fine. But if you're impeding your progress on both projects and neither of them are getting forward momentum, then that's when you're going to have to you're going to have to pick one. (laughs) You got to pick one. And I liked, I liked, I liked that a lot because um, you're, you're still getting closure with your ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you go back and make a footnote in project a, then you're, st- you're still getting closure on having those thoughts. Because I think a lot of the problem is we have these thoughts like, Oh, we need to add another arc to that book. So I'm going to go do that, but you don't have to be. The problem is, is you're not giving yourself closure mm-hmm. and space to, to have had that thought without judgment. And like letting yourself be allowed to have it. So like sort of writing a note about it gives you that space mm-hmm. to have that closure with that thought for now. And you can go back to it later. And again, you just go back to finishing the other project, like you said, and you're still working that muscle just the same. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect. And yeah, I don't think I don't think there's anything else I have to say about that subject because I think it's pretty clear cut. Mm-hmm. Finish the damn book. Finish it. Finish it. This is we said that in so many episodes. You just kind of finish the damn thing, and like eventually, someone hearing you know hearing this podcast is gonna be like, "Oh, they're right. I should finish." Yes, someday we're gonna get an email from someone being like, "I finished my book. I did it. I finished my book." And we're gonna gonna be so proud. I will be so proud. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, I think that's all my thoughts too. So yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links and information.